Hey, welcome back to Passion Week Devotion. Uh, this is Thursday's devotion for Passion Week. And, and while Wednesday, yesterday, might have been a little more on the silent side of really what was going on, and it was kind of a quiet day, uh, Thursday is anything but that. And we see uh, prior to Christ's crucifixion, um, he's, he's making preparations for the Passover. So Thursday, uh, he, he gets that, the upper room ready, right? He has his disciples do that. Um, and, and then Jesus is there and he, he washes the disciples' feet and he's explaining this, that, that, that I'm here to make you clean. Uh, this chunk of, of scripture, this, this day of Thursday, takes up a lot of scripture. And I'd encourage you to go read that, read the account. You see a lot of it in, in Matthew and Mark and Luke and, of course, John. But John, uh, the account is like chapter 13 all the way through chapter 18. You see some of this going on. So go read that on your own. But then, again, they're in the upper room, they, they begin to eat. And, and Jesus announces to them while they're eating, uh, hey, someone someone's going to be betraying me. One of you, one of you is going to betray me. And I wonder, who, who is this? And, of course, uh, he sends Judas off and says, go, go do what you have to do. Go do what you intend to do. Uh, and, and then also during this Last Supper, he, he talks about uh, the Passover uh, sacrifice. And they're eating the bread and the wine. And, and they're remembering the Passover of God when, when God had, had uh, drawn them out of exile, out of Egypt. And, and how he, he released them from the slavery and the tyranny of the Egyptians. And so, but Jesus is there now. He's saying the, the Passover is bigger than just the tyranny of Egypt. The Passover, uh, me, I, I'm going to be the bread. My body is going to be the sacrifice. And my blood is going to be poured out. And, and, and the, the wine now represents my blood. And, and that sacrifice is not just to help with the tyranny of Egypt or of Rome. It's to help with the tyranny and, and, and that, the fact that our hearts are enslaved to sin. And that he's going to free us from that through his blood and through his body. So he, he, he explains what the Lord's Supper is now uh, there. And then, and then what we see is he, he prays for his friends. You see in John 17, his high priestly prayer. And I want to read just the first three verses. It's an amazing prayer. But I want to read the first three verses to get us in context as we head to the Garden of Gethsemane. So John, th- John 17, 1 through 3, it says, Jesus spoke these things and he looked up into heaven and he said, Father, the hour has come. Right, the hours come. Jesus knows he's weary, and, and remember, there's no turning back. But now the hour has come. He's praying, glorify your son, so that the son may glorify you, since you gave him authority all over all people, so that he may give eternal life to all who would believe, uh, or to, to everyone that you've given him. This is eternal life. This is what he said. This is the real prayer. He's 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 not only making us aware of this and praying this to the Father. He's reassuring his heart and of the mission. He says, this is eternal life that they may know you, the one true God, and the one you sent, Jesus Christ. So this prayer is a yielding of the Spirit saying, listen, I'm here because of eternal life. I'm here to give life and to bring life, and and I want them to know eternal life, and that's to know God and know the one he sent, Jesus Christ. So now they make their way to the Garden of Gethsemane, on the Mount of Olives, and they're going to the Garden, and they're going there to be steadfast and pray. And I want to read the rest of that account. With it in mind, what Jesus already has has said he wants to do is, is make God known and make Christ known. Now he's going to the garden, and this is where we pick up the story in Luke chapter 22, verses 39 to 48. He says, He went out and they made, made his way as usual to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he told them, Pray that you might not fall into temptation. See, Jesus knew what was ahead. And then he withdrew from them for about, about a stone throw, throw away, and he knelt down and began to pray. So he's praying again now. Now this is an intimate time with his father. He's already yielded and said, It's about eternal life. Now he comes and says, Father, if you're willing, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel of heaven appeared to him and strengthening him. Uh, And being in anguish, he prayed more fervently, and his sweat became like drops of blood falling to the ground. 
when he got up from prayer, he came to the disciples and he found them sleeping, exhausted from their grief. Why are you sleeping, he asked. Get up and pray so that you won't fall in to temptation. So Jesus is in that garden and he's, he's there. He says, he's already discussed with his heart and discussed with his disciples and prayed that, that life, eternal life, would be known through the Father and, and through the Son that he has sent that he is eternal life and the mission that he's on, there is no turning back from it. He's going to the cross and he, he gets there with the Father and he's, he's in anguish and he, he knows the burden that he's about to face. He knows that, that, that he's going to be turned away from God, separated from God because of the sin of the world being put on his shoulders. Not because of something he had done, but because of what we have done. And he's placing that burden on, uh, that burden on his shoulders to carry for us. And he graciously does that. And he, and he goes to the Father in anguish and says, man, there's gotta, maybe there's another way. If you're willing, let's do that. But he says, no, I'm, I'm going to yield. I'm still going to yield. The plan is to bring life and forgiveness and, and through the justice of God. So Jesus yields himself to the plan. He yields himself to the Father's will. He says, not my will, your will be done. And just after that, we see uh, while he was still speaking to the, to the disciples, suddenly a mob came. And one of the twelve named Judas was leading them. He came near Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas... Are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? This is the moment that that Jesus had been waiting for. There was no turning back, so he submitted and surrendered himself to the greatest prayer ever. The prayer that said, God, I'm willing to lay down my life so that they might have life. And now we see Jesus arrested in the garden, and tomorrow we pick up the story at daylight as he as he goes on trial and through the night he's going to be beaten and and then this evening as he's taken away uh, peter is going to deny jesus and and, and read some of that on, on your own that account but tomorrow we see this trial and as the lamb goes uh, to be judged and as he goes to lay his life down for you and me on good friday god bless you guys i hope you're enjoying this this passion week uh get, get in the word get with your family i love you